Joining us this week are Kyle Miller, Katie Howe, Anthony Moody, and Romy Mastel from Team Glitch. And you're listening to the Robocast. Hello everyone, welcome back to the Robocast with myself, Steve the American Killjoy, and not World of Woodrow, he is busy doing, uh, I think he's doing monster trucks, I think. So we're joined by yeah. a, a adequate replacement, I think, in Ryan from Spinnerproof. Ryan, how are you, my friend? I'm very good. I'm enjoying the uh, stand-in host life. It's so much easier than actually having to make and manage your own podcast. <laughs> <laughs> You're very good at this kind of stand-in role, aren't you? It's 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 just good to have you back again. I think the last time you were here, we spoke at length about the beta rotator fight, which I feel is somewhat appropriate. Yeah, there's a nice little sort of rotator thread going through this, and also a episodes with judges' decisions that have proven interesting for people is probably the nicest way of putting it. So... Happy to get into the meat and potatoes of that. We, we'll get to that, I'm sure, in due course. But joining us as well this week are, I feel like, most of the Glitch team. Um, guys, welcome. How how are you all doing? Good. How are you? Uh, definitely not all of the Glitch team. We have like 35 people now. <laughs> what? Oh, my. So, <laughs> they're lucky we didn't bring everyone. No, no that would have been... We've been here all week. It would have been amazing. Um, yeah. We've all been on Zoom calls with that many people, right? Well, on school and anything, but that's a nightmare. <laughs> definitely a lot of tripping over each other. Um, yeah, that wouldn't be fun. I think it's fair to say Glitch has definitely caught a lot of people's attention this year, just for, by the fact that it's so... It's, it's, I mean, the performances is one thing, but it's the unique nature of the, you know, the weapon and the drive style all combined together. So I'm going to start with the Alista question which comes from a guy called Sebastian AS on Facebook, which was what came in first in terms of priority of the design? Was it the weapon or the chassis when it comes to glitch? Uh, it was the weapon and just having an X drive, uh, the chassis went through like five different ugly shapes before we finally settled on that chassis shape. but we knew we wanted the X drive. So the 45 degree thing was always in there and then, uh, it was all about can, getting in the weapon. Yeah. Can you explain that for the viewers at home? Like, what kind of advantages do you get with an X drive over like a standard tank steering? Yeah. So the X drive allows us to strafe. So, with a heavier weapon, we're turning less, and turning is the cause of us like gyroing and lifting. Uh, and we wanted to avoid that as much as possible. Also, you get a neat trick where you, if you're capable of driving, you can always face your opponent. Like, even if you're spinning around them. Well, is there a, like a, an advantage to go for the X-Drive as opposed to the more, I, I say more traditional Omni-Drive of Shatter, for example, which is two wheels on either side? Like, was, was there more of a, was it a stylistic choice for, to go for the X-Drive? Or was it, like, was it purely just for the flex? Or was it uh, more, a, you know, was there an actual tangible benefit, do you think? Yeah, it was mostly stylistic. Uh, Mechanum has actually, like, three advantages, both like you can have normal wheels, uh, normal orientation of wheels. You can, uh, the gear ratio there's in the X drive, it speeds up the drive one and a quarter, uh, and that has an issue with traction. Uh, and also, I don't know, mechanum because of the ways the wheels are oriented. If the rollers get locked up, you're still a normal drive. We are struggling. Uh, 
And then right. the one benefit that we have is we can have larger rollers. Uh, and larger rollers means we can have larger bearings in them and a little bit more cushion. And uh, like, for example, Shatter, they normally have to replace all of their rollers. Uh, we actually didn't have a single roller get damaged other than so taking fine. direct take hits from weapon. Mm -hmm. So we're really surprised by that. I guess that, that helped. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Ryan, do you want to go for the next one? Oh, I'm, I'm, do I get to do listener questions? You do, you do. If you want. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so this one comes from Foolish Banana on Twitter. It's something that I'm also very curious about. What made you decide on the name? Because it seems Did like the bot come before the name. <laughs> so it almost seems like it's kind of earned that name through some of the difficulties it had. But where did it come from initially? We actually put the we we pulled up like you know those websites with like random name generators. We pulled up like a random tech name generator one, and we just kind of kept pressing the button, and, like noting down the good ones. That's gold. And then we like voted on one, and then after that, um, just because glitch both like it sounds cool and it's really short, it's also easy to like market. So a lot of our branding oh, yeah. was like built around that. So we designed the logo and everything just around that. Mm -hmm. Very good. Not you're naming your robots the same way I'm naming most of my D and D characters. There you go. <laughs> that kind of ties into the following question too. Where like, what was the inspiration behind behind the branding of of, of the robot? Uh, the color scheme. Uh, did you guys do any like research on that, or is it just kind of something that just kind of popped out uh, organically? <laughs> I, again, I googled glitch, and then <laughs> the first thing we did was the internet made this robot. Oh, yeah. We <laughs> tried rainbow because we had LEDs, and then not all of us didn't like that. Yeah, we we're gonna do like the whole yeah. RGB like, spectrum, and we had it was, like, the whole rainbow. It was too just like solid black, and okay. so then we just like we said no, so we just googled glitch, and then yeah, production has the final say. Yeah, just... and we just went on like a color, you know, like the color palette generators. Just kept pressing the button on those until you, you know. found what you liked. <laughs> Hey, hey look, it you know, it's, 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 it's a profound effect. I mean, you know, hey. looking at the bot here, it looks fantastic, you know. Mm -hmm. It's got a very vaporwave kind of feel. Uh, I just, it, it's just, I don't know, it just, it looks nice, you know, and it shows up well on TV, you know, it's not, it's not overly loud. It's, you know, it's, it looks very clean, looks very sharp. So whatever, whatever generator you used, obviously it was a good one. It seems like it hits all those marks that BattleBots put out in that document of how to get onto the show. In terms of, does it have a really unique sort of silhouette? Absolutely. Yes. Does it have a completely unique aesthetic on top of that? Absolutely. Unique drive, fairly unique weapon in the field that we've got. There aren't that many people doing big beaters like this. Mm -hmm. There's a bit... It, it, there are many good reasons that people were excited about this before the season even began. Mm -hmm. a, certain, a certain Mr. American Killjoy was definitely hyped. Oh, my God. <laughs> I was hyped. When I first saw, I'll be honest, when I first saw this uh, on Instagram pop up, I, I messaged you, Sam, I think. Like, I'm like, oh, this this one's going to be cool. It just I just like the shape of it and the idea of having your weapon, just big, chonky weapon and having a really like pointed profile. I was I was I was interested to see how effective that was going to be. Obviously, you guys have gone from the point to kind of more of a flat kind of trapezoidal shape uh, at the front. Uh, and that seems to have worked out for you. Uh, but uh, but yeah, no, I've been hype on this robot for almost a year now because it's it's because of how long it's been since since it was revealed. Uh, but yeah, no, yeah, that's uh that's the thing. <laughs> I'm proud to rep it. 
Absolutely. Um, question from JLaw808 from YouTube, which was, what were the technical issues that forced you out of the main competition? Okay, so quick rundown was we wanted to up our up, up our RPM against Witch Doctor, so the weapon RPM. Uh, they were running forks for like the first time ever, and so we, mm -hmm. you know, we basically had to win a weapon on weapon hit, and faster RPM helps with that. Uh, and so we had one bot completely ready and one bot that had the faster weapon uh, set up. And the bot that had the faster weapon set up didn't have all the electronics in. So we had to move some of the electronics from the working robot to faster robot. And faster robot did not spin up, uh, just not enough torque. And we were just out of time to swap the electronics back. Uh... <laughs> like going out on the bench is the worst thing like because like yeah. e even if you go in there and you get smashed up by witch doctor like that's that's how it goes sometimes right but yes. like going out on the bench must have been like the most frustrating thing in the world yes mm -hmm. i i would have loved to get like completely ob obliterated uh rather than just yeah just, well, just watch the match <laughs> yeah well who knows you know? in there you know yeah that was rough <laughs> i feel like battle bots like i mean I, I imagine there's only so many teams left at that point that stuck around, you know, but depending on how, how it was all scheduled, but that was a, that was a brutal beatdown. Uh, poor mammoth, but Hey, you know, maybe a grudge match in the future between you and, and witch doctor, uh, unless it happens next season, you know, who knows? Well, I was going to say, Steve, we'll get to this a little bit later, on, but there is, there's still a possibility that glitch fights witch doctor this season. Oh, that's true. Yes. Mm. Considering if, if, if the cards fall the way that they may, you know, who knows? I, <laughs> these bounty bosses aren't actually holding up to their boss uh status so far <laughs> no but we'll get to that no um another, well another witch doctor related question is how do you mm -hmm. think you may have fared had you gone in there mm -hmm. let's 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 say yeah. in a hypothetical world you know we, we like we like a good what if you get all the components into the faster rpm chassis how does it go what do you think so that was the fight that we also took off our, our magnets, uh, the fight that we were up against Gruff uh, instead, uh, just because our magnets were cracking at the bottom, and that was kind of a disaster. Well, yeah. You could see the drive. <laughs> we'll get to it later. Probably the worst, <laughs> probably the worst it's ever been. Mm -hmm. So we would have had that drive up against Witch Doctor, which is very maneuverable and has a very mm -hmm. good driver. So... <laughs> I, it could have been spicy. It could have been spicy. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it would have made good TV, and no matter what would have happened, I think I, I think we can all agree with that. Because um, I, I even the, even with glitch with its drive stuff, we all we all we everyone talks about it, all that stuff. That this they got to come to you eventually. You know, I mean, if, you 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 do find ways to get out of your circumference, then they have yeah. to attack you. So, yeah. uh, but yeah, uh, you know, Ryan, take this next one. I've closed the document now. <laughs> oh, come on, man. <laughs> this is one of the questions. I always love the questions about sort of generally being at BattleBots. This comes from yeah. Caleb Kempson, artist extraordinaire. On average, how much sleep were you all operating on while you were at BattleBots? <laughs> and especially, I would guess, during Champions as well, where the schedule is that much tighter. Mm -hmm. Champions was all in one day. Right. right. So there's... There's Gruff was one day and then refights the other day. Uh, mm, what do you think? On average, 
Four to six. Yeah, four to six. Cool. For, for two weeks. two weeks plus the week beforehand. Uh, and you're probably feeling a bit secondhand towards the end of the like yeah. that competition. We got a nice break after we dropped out. Did, did, did you just go back to the hotel and just sleep for the whole day after that? Was that like? <laughs> no, we just we got eight hours of sleep. That was great. Uh, hey, look, do you know what? It's it, it'll do, right? It's 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 like twice of what you were getting until that point. So you yeah, make the bed average. feel that much more comfortable once you get back there <laughs> after a long a long day's fight. <laughs> it's that much more rewarding. I think the final one before we start talking about some of the fights from the episode um, comes from more than one person. Uh, the one of ones I've highlighted are Matt Hedger and Ty Daly, and which is, what is your go-to brand of un- unbranded energy drink? What is your go-to flavor? That's it. <laughs> we got to get sponsored for that one. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I like it. Smart play to keep that one open. Had- yeah, we had cases of a very certain energy drink at our pit at all times, so there is a very popular flavor, at least with Kyle. I, I, How did you even I drink didn't that even many? pick it. You didn't even drink that many of them. Yeah, <laughs> Who's counting? <laughs> I really needed to. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> by, by the side of things, I, I, I don't, I don't doubt it at all. Um, I'll be honest. Every time they interviewed you, I felt bad because it's just like you're seeing. It's like almost like you're staring through the camera. Like, please, I just need to go back and just shut my eyes for five seconds. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I, I, I do significantly worse with less sleep. It's like it's how I am, and then it just gets worse and worse and yeah, worse. Yeah, it's, it's, it's amplified. Of the course, more out of it I am. Yeah, it's. And, it's just it's a stressful situation here. You got cameras oh and God. people looking at you and lots of lights and it's 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 a lot going on. I I, I sympathize. Mm-hmm. I do sympathize. Yeah. It's just tired brain can't talk. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I'm sure it was a lot of fun. And I'm sure you're probably itching to do it again, even still. You might you might do it, you know, who knows if you yeah. Um so we talk about some fights from the episode. Let's I think that's do it. it. A good, a good thing to do. So, obviously, we'll get to a few more glitch-related questions a bit later on, but our first fight of the night was Dragon Slayer and Uppercut. Now, Uppercut with the big disc. Mm-hmm. Is that Monsoon I'm looking at? Like, literally, literally, the first time I saw it, as soon as I saw it, I thought, Monsoon aren't going to be happy, because they've, they've spent so much of the last couple of seasons, like, off... Yeah. Monsoon without like wheel pods, you know, covers Literally. and stuff like that. It didn't work for them, really. I mean, it kind of did, but it didn't work as well as their bar, no. uh, which I mean, there's there's reasons for why that that just doesn't store as much energy, but it's still, you know, it's... it was so heavy. That's the thing. And it, it, it I know could... Uppercut is an unstable beast at the best of times. And then putting more mass at the front and making it even more unstable probably wasn't. I mean, I get why they would they wanted to try it against a I don't want to say an easier opponent, but like something that could... Something more unproven. Yes. You know, I, I get what, you know, Uppercut generally is going to be paired up against, you know, high-end machines in the main mm-hmm. competition and even in the fight night. So an opportunity to test it against a a less proven opponent is probably when they're going to want to do it. But it wasn't all their own way, was it? You know, Dragon Slayer got a good couple of hits off, but in the end, the, the damage just paid off. Dragon's like, front yeah. end kind of hurt them. Yeah. But the way, at the moment it took any damage, it kind of completely took away their offensive threats. 
looked like they, they they weren't quite getting under, but if they got around, they had half a chance. As soon as it started peeling up, and it did peel up badly, that was kind of curtains at that point. Yeah. And it's a shame, too, the... because... Oh, yeah, go ahead, Kyle. Yeah, I was at the edge of my seat because, like, yeah. Dragon Slayer got one of the self-writing bars knocked off, and yeah. Uppercut was twirling around, like, almost at the verge of if they got tapped, they could have fallen on the side, so... Like, it was a game of been, yeah, put the damage, been. take out Dragon Slayer before just out tipping. It was close. It was it was getting there, wasn't it? But it did, just didn't quite happen in the end. The, the, the shot that really amazed me was like when Uppercut was hitting off the bottom of Dragon Slayer, kind of like just slowly, just more armor was disappearing off the bottom of Dragon Slayer. <laughs> like that was just incredible to see, just like it peel away like that. But a solid rookie campaign for. For Dragon Slayer, I think you know, not it. It certainly it won. You know, it, it performed pretty well. I thought. You know, I know it went one and three in the end, did it? So it beat Duck and lost to Minotaur, Orbi, and Uppercut. That's not a bad resume, mm. really. No, yeah, uh, it, it's it's kind of a shame too because there's there's many instances in its fight. That, there's instances in its fights that it's lost. That it's it's up on those bunny ears and upside down, and it's spending time trying to get back over, but it's leaving itself very open and weak with where, where those those rear end plates where you see the lights coming out it, they're just targets for for verts and horizontals and 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 the like it it's it, it's a really nice looking machine i like the i like the i like the theme um i very much like their their fire and ice dragon blade that they have shown here in this picture that's really cool uh it just wasn't it wasn't there it wasn't their year this time it just you know it's we, we see enough verts to kind of get an idea of uh you know you would expect, you know, you would expect them to, to hit pretty hard, and we got a couple of couple of in instances of that. I know they went in with a, a smaller weapon bar in this fight than the one that's shown here, uh, but it's you know it's rookie team. You know they'll they'll go back to the drawing board and figure out what didn't work and and come back stronger. Absolutely, and a solid win for uppercut. If if a little less spectacular than what they normally put on, let's say, I think you know they've they've shown before that they kind of have that unbelievable one hit KO potential and mm -hmm. just didn't quite happen on this occasion. But you know, I think that's probably more a credit to Dragon Slayer than, yeah. than anything else. And you're gonna have fights like that. You know, it's not not every fight's gonna be a, a, a blockbuster draw drop, you know, so you you gotta have you gotta have fights like this and you know to, to get through to the next round sometimes. Correct. Moving on. Mm -hmm. Ice wave and free shipping, the first of three split decisions. Not surprising. I, I, I know Ryan's itching to talk about judges' decisions, so I, yeah. I, I, I want to throw straight over to you, Ryan. Yeah. I I agree the heck out of this decision, mm -hmm. and I was very worried it wasn't the one we were going to get. Mm -hmm. As soon as they said split, I thought they're going to give it to Ice Wave on the damage, aren't they? Because I, I just, like, when, when you watch the fight, okay, it's, I know we've said it before, it's the eye test of, okay, free shipping is pushing Ice Wave all over the arena, but they didn't use mm -hmm. their weapon. That was yep, the thing. They kept it out of the way using a defensive maneuver which would which would really hurt your aggression score uh you know it's 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 tricky uh but I, that's the thing it's the eye test and that's the eye test also can hurt you know where it looks like a, a fight coming up with a guest <laughs> that we have here i'm sure we'll talk about it uh where the eye test maybe looks like it, it's possible that one went over the other but but yeah but no, Ryan. Yeah, I, I agree with you too. It, I, this this looks like the right call, and I I would have scored it very similarly. Uh, free shipping did a very good job at neutralizing Ice Wave. You know, there's nothing else to say other than just it it's it it was a a very great tactical win by Gary. 
And it's a good, mm. it's finally good to see him get a win because it's a shame that this robot just has not performed on TV <laughs> because it sure does heck that performs off of it. They watch him win um, Robo Games next year, no problem. I get, see, <laughs> straight out of the box, he'll, he'll do it, I'm sure. Um, go on, Ryan, sorry. It's interesting to look back on this one because, mm -hmm. in a way, it's really encouraging to see that the judges will respect a performance like this. You know, mm -hmm. you can fight this way and get the win that you deserve. It's also really discouraging to see that they don't agree on that fact. Yeah. Uh, what was it? Jason's score was 7-4 when the other two were 6-5. What did he see that the other two didn't see? I'm guessing a lot of it just comes down to the ambiguity in the system where it comes to attacking without a weapon, where the judge's guide basically says attacks without a weapon are worth quite a lot less than attacks with. Mm -hmm. And that is it. Yep. And that is, if you're sat there judging a fight, that is not useful guidance to have. <laughs> There's nothing quantifying it. So one person could look at this and go, well, sure, free shipping's attacks are worth less, but there are far more of them, so they still get the aggression points. Mm -hmm. Well, they could look at it and go, well, they need to do a lot more attacks than that to equal those couple that Ice Wave got off. Mm -hmm. Free shipping's that, yeah. instigating most of the engagements. Correct. Yes, they're not using their weapon, but the whole thing, and I, I love that we're talking about this, considering it comes from the, from the sorry, the beta rotator fight. I know. Right. All they did to address that issue is stop a robot getting 3-0 and in aggression. You can still win aggression without your weapon. Yeah. It's all just, it's, it's a system I'm glad I don't have to use, put it that way. <laughs> What, what, and what, free shipping does use their weapon. You know, there are a couple instances where they try to get a lick, a, a, a lick on their uh, on the on the uh, the dome, which actually gets twisted in this fight. Yeah. Uh, it gets it gets rotated almost ninety degrees <laughs> to the left, counterclockwise. To be fair, I think the test box footage they show it's doing that to itself. Yeah, you kind of mm -hmm. kind of start moving by. Itself. It's just I, vibrating round by the looks of it. So strange. I, I would I would ask you know you guys as well, obviously. Bearing in mind, we have got a decision of you, of yours coming up later on, which is going to be similar, Ambiguous. if not the same. Yeah. Um, watching this fight on, on TV, what did you guys think? Hmm? I mean, <laughs> you watched it. <laughs> okay. Uh, I don't know. I, I thought that pretty typical one, just eye test. I mean, I think in previous seasons, maybe with... Uh, the wedging being a negative in aggression, uh, someone might be confused and be like, oh, I thought that that should be negative, but uh, with, the, with the judges guys this year and using a wedge for aggression is still aggression, uh, mm -hmm. less aggression, but still aggression, I think it's pretty clear. Yeah. yeah. It was a very like tornado style victory where like it just bashing mm -hmm. it around the arena just over and over and over again until it just wears it out. Uh, and I, I mean, Ice Wave's Ice Wave was still pretty much fully functional at the end of the fight, aside from you know maybe you know slower because battery strain and stuff like that, obviously. But uh, other than that, it, it was a uh, it's it, it's hard to quantify damage because you know there were scratches. You know, a lot of it's superficial. The um, pi the pin for the wedge was coming out, and I wonder a few. That's more, true. A few more connections on that. Maybe the wedge comes off, and it's a different story. But I forgot about that. Yeah, it's. It was a cool fight, and I hope it's not the last time we see Ice Wave because you know that just the the sound of Ice Wave is is enough to for it, for it to be accepted every season. I think it's just it's wonderful, and I love mm -hmm. it. I imagine, I can't imagine how how loud it is in the in the arena. 
You also hope it's not the last time we see free shipping because both of them, to be honest, are robots that you'd look at going into a sort of selection process and wonder if they will be selected again. Mm. Right. And it would be a shame to lose either. But at the same time, from the selection committee point of view and from a TV production point of view, which were, mm -hmm. they are ones you could imagine them going, yeah, we've given them a couple of seasons. Let's have someone else. Yeah. Right. Because I'm sure there's plenty of teams that are chomping at the bit to get in, you know. Mm. And it's it's the most competitive mm. out there, isn't it? Like, especially now. There's you know there's been a few years where you know especially the European teams haven't been able to come along to have some fun, and that's a separate it, conversation. It is indeed, but um, like yeah, there's the the competition is just so high now. Like the standard is so high. It's yeah, yeah. I I, I hope yeah, right. I, I do see what you mean. I, I hope it's not the last time we see free shipping, but um. They won this fight, so they did get a win on their belts in 2022 or 2021. I'm still confused by the timings of this. It's it's it's, it's so long ago now. It was literally mm -hmm. filmed as we recorded. It's like literally a year ago. So it is peculiar. I, I, I and it's interesting how they're kind of promoting this as season seven. I wonder if they're going to use this as like a, a precursor, like a, sort of thing. A precursor mm. to the upcoming season, and then that's that's how they're planning to do it. You know, going forward, have a kind of I don't know something to fill the time so it so it's not so long between seasons i guess i don't know yeah. um i think on some on some tv guides it's season six yeah uh, just just, just to make it even more so, clearer <laughs> awesome i i don't know i don't know how you do that do you skip the season eight and just have, have some guides there's just a gap or seven seven and a half. Be, yeah could you imagine if extreme one forever? and two were season like five uh what, five and six instead yeah. oh my god <laughs> It's crazy. Oh dear. Well, I suppose wins this fight. Our third fight was highlighted. Um, for those obviously not, it is on YouTube. If you want to go watch yeah. it, uh, it's free. It was a available. fight. It was a fight. I can see why they did cut it. At the same time, it was cool to see Retrograde do some Retrograde stuff. Fight, you know, we've kind of been waiting for it to have that you know breakout fight. And I suppose this is kind of it, really. And, and obviously, their their next fight later on. Um, apparently they they severed a chain that go like part of the gearbox with, with the chains. There's, there's more than just the two that you see on the weapon. There's several in mm -hmm. in there, and uh, they they cut one of them, and that's what fell out. And with no weapon, Mammoth couldn't really do a whole lot. Really, they were just relegated to trying to nudge them around, which they did do very well. But mm -hmm. and they kept retrograde in between the two pontoons at the front, rather than kind of able to hit the wheels. But without them damage points or those weapon points, they weren't going to get. Anyway, when Retrograde has secured that hit. Mm -hmm. It's right. kind of a shame. It's it, it's it's kind of a shame, too, you know, where it's it, it's uh, there, there aren't a whole lot of catch points for for Retrograde when you're inside that pontoon area. You're just going to grind against the underside or up, up against those those panels at the front there. So it's every time that that Mammoth comes and, and kind of catches them, it's Retrograde kind of spinning around and slowly grinding and then getting away again. And that was most of the fight uh, outside of that one attempted flip from Mammoth before they spat a chain out. Uh, but R Retrograde did exactly what they needed to to, to win this fight. Uh, both robots coughing up a little bit of smoke toward the end. Uh, it, it it was a, a bruising battle. It looked it, but it didn't look it. <laughs> uh, so I was worried going forward to see, you know, how effective they were going to be in their next fight since they did get the win here. Uh, if there was any anything lasting that was going to affect them in their fight next fight coming up. Uh, but uh but, you know, a win's a win, you know, you'll take them however you can get them. You know, it wasn't a pretty win, but it was effective. You know, you don't want to see every fight go to the judges and leave it up to them. But they did exactly what they needed to do to win. And they uh, 
they're through. I want to throw another hypothetical out here. So I want to say, in another world, Mammoth wins this fight and fights Glitch. I I just want to see that kind of hysterical, the the slow, the lowest and sleekest robot known to man, fighting this giant construction frame yeah. that is. Now, oh, by the way, the sign in the crowd, this the, the swing oh, set, so good, <laughs> super good. Um, of course, Mammoth, of course, replacing you guys. I think that would have been really cool to see you guys fight out after you know they they took your place in the the competition. It would have been quite an interesting story. What? what you York. Yeah, exactly. See, there's those stories again. We were talking about that before we started recording <laughs> this. <laughs> um, yeah. Would, would you have liked to have fought Mammoth? I mean, I'm. Competitively, I'm not sure. Like, they, I think they would be a, do a great job of not letting us move anywhere just because the, the big catchers at the front are so large. And I, I don't know if we could move. Uh, like, the, the, the chance that we have is do we reach the wheels? And I'm not, I'm not really sure if that happens. Hmm. There's one for next season for the, for the selection committee but, to yeah. sort out. <laughs> would, have been, would have been fun. Yeah, definitely. It's it's just a, such polar opposites of machines as well. It's 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 crazy. Yeah. Well, Ryan, anything else to add yeah. before we move on? No, it's it's just interesting that you say that retrograde did what they needed to do because they did precisely what they needed to do and basically nothing else. Yeah, <laughs> it seemed like the moment that weapon was down, they knew that a judge's decision was going their way, and it was a very, to me, it may not have been intentional on their part. To me, it looked like a very risk averse performance. Of, yeah. yeah, we can just keep grinding on this for another two minutes. That'll be fine. We've got a whole other weapon back there, but nah, I don't need that. Just mm. use a spinner. It's fine. Oh, yeah. Well, fight number four. Gruff versus Glitch. Talk us through it. What, what was kind of the, the game plan going into this? I mean, I don't know. Anthony, do you want to answer that one? If you can hear things. Last time I tossed him a question on a podcast, he completely answered it different questions so. <laughs> yeah that was that was a mess yeah i think my internet connection is a little bit better this time um i think our strategy was just to not get stuck in their flames for too long which we did get stuck in their flames for quite a bit and i mean who's to say how much the aluminum foil helped but we were still working afterwards so i guess it turned out all right um yeah so we were trying to avoid the flamethrower and get around to the side and we managed to not do either of those and still ended up smacking them around a bit. They they mostly like drove themselves into our weapon a couple times, I think. Um, so I think we just turned out to get very lucky. Um, yeah. And that's that's interesting you say that too, because I think there's a quite a few of your fights this season where your robot is just it's there, it's in the box, and all it takes is a driving mistake from a from a from a from a builder to to drive into your weapon and it's awesome. it's devastating so it's 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 the right shape to be just that little bit annoying to a to a, a driving mistake you know it's 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 you know it's it, <laughs> i know i feel two, like people pick on you for your, i know i feel like people pick on you guys for like that like oh this thing doesn't drive well like first of all you, th this this thing is so wide and flat and the arena is not perfectly flat, and you have little rollers on on Omni wheels. It's there's a lot of things that have to work, uh, and yeah. I'm not just trying to defend you, but I'm trying to defend you um, <laughs> from those comments. But in any case, it's you know it's you, you find yourself in the right right place at the right time, especially in many instances in this fight. Yes, you may have cooked yourself a little bit. Uh, I 
definitely would worry about Gruff's flames. Uh, I'm, I've, I've heard, I heard rumblings that they're working on trying to improve the the piping system in there so it doesn't break as easily when they get uh, hit by weapons like yours. Uh, so their their weapons may be burning hotter for longer now. Um, but uh, but th this was a really a solid fight. You you kept your you kept your guys' your robot facing uh, as, as as often as possible. Their robot. It looks like they were having drive issues too. Their whole left side wasn't perfectly right. So. I think with um, with yeah. Gruff, they they yeah. ran forks for the first time as well, like yes. ever. And I I wonder mm -hmm. how often they were doing the same thing that you guys were with your forks, and just hitting those divots on the floor and just catching every single seam there all there was. Yeah. I I think like the very first hit might have been what broke the drive. I don't know if that's right or if that was from the get go, but it was just like kind of. I think it was the same thing. It was like with cracking, where it was like the first pop. And then half the drive is locked up, and mm -hmm. then we could drive significantly worse than in the Kraken fight, so we couldn't like finish it. And so we're just kind of going around hoping that something happens. Um, mm -hmm. And yeah, on yeah. on the point of like keeping us like pointed towards them, there's like five different reasons why we can't like move straight with the Omnis. But what we can do is turn, just because they're oriented in a way that's perfect for turning around. Mm -hmm. uh, and so Anthony was able to do a great job of, even if we can't reach them, just making sure that when they go around to hit us, we're our weapons in the, in their face. Mm -hmm. It certainly paid off. Yeah. especially that that final hit as well was. I mean, I know oh. it was, it was. It seemed like a late hit. I don't. I don't know if it was. It was. It was. Oh, stop it! Was, it. it was there or thereabouts. When it? it was, it was close enough. I mean, yeah. it, it doesn't help that you've got the commentary saying it's a late hit, and then the on-screen clock still running when the hit goes. I know. Yeah, are you supposed to believe? Oh, you thought it was. We all thought it was a late hit. <laughs> yeah, but they, they, they it was a late hit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Dude, the clock goes to zero like right when you touch them. That's the, what are you gonna do? Yeah. So if they if they're willing to engage it one second to go, then that's the, the consequences are theirs, right? <laughs> it was yeah, very fight to the bell. Exactly. And you know, that you did and a solid win. Um obviously I know it was a judge's decision. Were you at all nervous in that or was it did you kind of think, okay, we've probably done enough by virtue of the fact that Gruff didn't do enough? Yeah, I mean their their drive was broken as well, so I I don't know. They could have gotten both aggression and control, barely, uh, but I don't think it could have been a 3-0 either way and just I think damage was unequivocally like either four to one or potentially mm -hmm. even five out. Mm -hmm. And that's the risk of going in with a, a weapon that doesn't cause damage. It when when it's when when there's that, that that's the thing with with robots like Gruff with this judge's decision criteria being the way that it is, it's very hard for a robot like that to score points, to score points outside of, you know, aggression and control. And even even still uh, with it being weighted the way it is for for damage, it's 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 an uphill battle. It, it has been done, uh, but it's it's as, uh it's, it, as, it's tricky. As, as proven in this episode, it's been done with um with free shipping. But yeah, it, it's not. Mm -hmm. You have to dominate the fight, and Gruff didn't do that, right? Mm. So nope. You have to perform like free shipping did, not like Gruff did. Basically, yeah. yeah. We had two fights that basically were just polar opposites uh, in that regard, uh, where you had a, a control bot, you know, either dominate or just completely, you know get bossed and get bossed say. get bossed they did um our first semi-final now a few weeks ago well i say a few weeks ago, a few months ago we saw mm -hmm. um free shipping take on uppercut in um in one of the fight night fights if 
Mm. Sam, Sam of the future, when you're editing this, if you're listening, uh, find the thoughts we had for that fight then and just copy them in here. Yeah. What have we learned? <laughs> what did they say that when this fight started? Where it's like, oh, Gary learns from his mistakes. Pretty sure this is the same, but different. I think they hit the other side. Uh, I think that was the only difference in this fight, didn't they? Although, or was it, was it the same side? <laughs> I, I, I think free shipping was dead even before Uppercut blew it up. Like, that first yeah. hit on the wedge, and it kind of just peels oh. the, the whole wedge up. It was, um, like, yeah. so much damage, and then, yeah. That's the eye-opening hit of this fight for me. Yeah, the, the fireball isn't that impressive. There's a fairly exposed <laughs> I don't know, it is. There, it is a and little bit. And they've hit it. <laughs> the damage they've done to that wedge is magnificent and terrifying. Mm -hmm. It's tore it all, like, literally tore it a new hole. It was it's crazy. The ro big robot hangnail. Literally. Ugh. It was unbelievable. Mm. Yeah. Uppercut's scary. I mean, yeah. obviously, I, I know you guys are probably watch, watching this fight thinking, oh my god, there's a there's a real possibility we might have to fight Uppercut at this point. Like, what's going through your head seeing it blow free shipping up for a second time this season? I don't I don't know if we saw the we fight. Asleep. We were asleep. We were asleep. But... Is, that the, is that what we're saying here? <laughs> we did see a lot of them because we were working in the pits and, like, the TVs also didn't really have sound, so we were just busy. Yeah. I, mean, I think at that point for the we were pretty much working a lot in the battery tent, which we probably shouldn't have. And it was because there's so much less space and we were very disorganized. So there's tools scattered everywhere on the floor. <laughs> uh but there's only one TV in there and it's far away. So I don't think we saw it, but we still knew what uppercut has done. To yeah, of many, many robots before. And so we expected that to kind of happen to us. Uh, it lives in the unconscious reaches of the brains of, of builders, I'm sure. It's it, it it clearly packs a punch, no pun intended. It's it's really a scary machine. Uh and I think I, I, this is the, it's two fights against free shipping. I, I I think you'd be very cagey to go in against something like that. Uh it's it's scary. It's just scary. And I like how both times the explosion was inside that little white box, so we're still okay. We're still under code. <laughs> Everything's fine. But shoo, uh, I feel bad for Gary. It just, I, I don't know what else he could have done. Like, like, could he have armored the side panels more, or could he not take way? I don't think it away matters. To, like, I don't think it really you know? matters what you armored against Uppercut because the way that it is, like, we've seen it do it so many times against different opposition. You know, look at Sawblaze. You know, Sawblaze is just such a a tank of a machine, and it got blown mm. up as well. You know, we saw a Gemini get punted from halfway across the arena and, sl <laughs> and slotted into, you know, it's uppercut just the, the way that it's, I do want to bring this up later on when we talk about um, your fight with it, but like it's, it's engagement is just incredible. Like it just, as soon as it connects, like, you know, there's going to be something not quite right afterwards. And that was, mm -hmm. that was very apparent in this fight, really. Mm -hmm. Okay. Potential controversy quarter time. Yeah. <laughs> Perhaps. So uh, um, we, we've we've read, well, me, me and Ryan at least have read your um your blog post about this fight, and you, you guys kind of did an incredible breakdown of this fight and how you guys perceived it, and you know how you know the actual breakdown of the rules instead of just like you know, saying, oh, Retrograde should have won this for with no kind of substance. So what what was what was your thoughts going into the fight and to kind of talk us through it really? Yeah. So at the end of the fight, just. You're completely unsure. Uh, I don't know. My gut feel 
might have leaned to retrograde. I don't. I think some of the, the like split on our team, uh, and so I, I was actually completely unsure because when when you when you first do the fight or when you're first watching it, it's just like you don't think, oh, this is the exact point system rubric I'm going to score by that, unless you're really into the rules. Uh, so gut feel completely unsure. Uh, I think the audience it was coming off of like Antrim and. Hydra, so they were they were fired up and <laughs> they they started like chanting for glitch so that was a huge relief that the gut the gut feel wasn't like completely shifted uh to retrograde it was kind of a mix and then i don't know yeah, as you said with the blog like was able to take a more analytical like approach notice when that damage happens and like what's the effect of it but realistically i think for the judges too uh you don't you don't see that so like for example we had one of our wheels like half of the rollers got taken out mm -hmm. uh, and that happened about halfway in the fight i watching it like three times never even noticed that just noticed at the end it was damaged so mm -hmm. I don't well, you took out half, you took out half of their weapon system too. Like the fact yes, that, yeah. that that that's the that's the thing with multiple weapon systems. I'll let you continue. Uh, but it, it, yeah, that's the thing when you split your weapon system, you're you're asking from one part to get damaged, and then it's it, it, instead of just the whole thing going down, part of it goes down. But as long as the one part still spins, you, you know it's that that's a whole separate thing. But go on, I just wanted to yes. put that in. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, we we had the wheel, the wheel go down. I don't I don't even know if the judges even saw that the wheel ever went down, but. It's like, okay, if the judges did see that, did they think it happened at the end and we were worse for it? Or did they somehow see a minute and a half halfway across the arena, this small wheel have like a couple rollers taken out of it and it's spinning fast? Like, how do you even how do you even notice damage? Uh so I think the analytical approach is completely different from what probably the judges saw, but anyways. I think as well, like the fact that you you guys had caused more visual damage to retrograde may have counted in your favor. Like you know, you see the two wheels of retrograde fly off. You see the full arm system at the front kind of twisted and bent. You see the fork fly off. Glitch. The only major damage you can kind of like see from like from the distance that the judges are at, or you know, you know, even from the cameras is like the forks are bent and the back armor panel flies off. That's really about it. Everything else is kind of like you have to know what you're looking for. And mm -hmm. again, maybe that's the eye test. I don't know. It's it. It was. It was a good fight, and I think you know yeah. the, the the fact that we got to see Retrograde do its thing as well. Like we like mm -hmm. it was so cool to see them. You know, give give you guys a really good fight because they've blessed them. They've had four fights this season, yeah. and mm -hmm. <laughs> up, up to this point, and three of them have been highlighted. And the fact that they mm -hmm. managed to get it's brutal, right? And like it's the fact that they were able to get a, a good one on TV, which we kind of brought up last week with the Double Jeopardy guys and. Having that kind of showreel of okay, this is what our robot's supposed to do to a you know a top opponent, bring us back sort of thing. It kind of gives mm -hmm. them more of a a platform to say, hey, we can build a cool robot. Let's yeah. come or for sponsors too. That's another you know? thing. Yeah. Um. So I'm kind of got on a bit of a tangent here, but really, like okay. on on first look, I I thought Retrograde had won the fight, and I was kind of like, okay, I can see why they gave it to yourselves because of the, the, the like the sheer damage. You know, visually it was kind of kind of apparent in there it was in your favor but I, I would have been happy i mean the fact that it was split says a lot as well right the fact that you know 
it wasn't it wasn't a clear cut decision on either side. You know, it it it's I feel like it had to be a split because because it's just the way that the rules are written, really. Uh, Ryan, I know you're passionate about judging. <laughs> this, yeah. is, this is your time to shine, my man. <laughs> this fight just swims in a sea of ambiguity from a judging perspective. Mm-hmm. There's so much going on. And I absolutely love, I, I don't know who does the write-ups for your website, but it is genuinely the best I've seen for a judge's decision in terms of just being analytical and reflective. So really hats off to you for that, because there have been a lot of builders who have made, you know, blog posts or YouTube videos going, aha, here's the way the judges were wrong and we were robbed. And they're usually completely wrong. The point you raise about sort of how do you judge a robot like Glitch especially speaks to me with that thing of, so for me, in the final seconds of the fight, it looks like you've lost your rear left and you're crab walking. But first, I'm trying to judge it off of two seconds of movement. And two, it's kind of how it moves a lot of the time anyway. Yeah. yeah. And in terms I, yeah, of I control think... as well, there are so many things you do that show amazing control, especially in other fights other than this one, actually. But there are also things that your robot seems to do when you're trying to do something different with it. So incredibly difficult. So you were going to say something. Yeah, yeah. So I think after the, the camera was went out, the fight ended, uh, we drove back to those like to the starting square. Or we were in the starting square. But we drove like around a little bit, just you know, showing that we had a drive working. And I mm-hmm. think it was better than before the match started. And yeah, I, I, how do you judge that? Like they did damage, and it's it's driving around better than before. Like I don't know. Like I think a textbook in the rule book it says like damage to wheels like if you're missing a chunk of a wheel that counts as effective damage but how can you say it's effective damage the their 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 main criteria for is damage effective is like this how does it work before and after and if it improves that's completely <laughs> con- like that's completely contradictory <laughs> So you're saying is retrogression of lost points for for, for which section of the rules you decide you want to follow. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Absolutely. Also, does anybody else find it weird that I forgot that retrograde had other wheels and you just see it driving around (laughs) with no wheels? It was like it like it reminds me of a, a live event of robot over in the UK called Mega Mouse. It was literally the same thing. Like when they fought yeah. in, in Robot Wars, their their wheels got chopped off by carbide, and it was, it's it's still able to function because it has wheels underneath inside. So, mm-hmm. and it, it was so peculiar. I was like, wait, why is it still running? I don't understand. Yeah. Um, very it's very though because the damage to retrograde also asks the same kind of question in terms of they've lost two wheels. It's very visible damage, but they're yeah. still driving around fine. Mm-hmm. I think I remember from your blog post, and again, this is something that always comes up when people get righteously angry about a decision they see. Mm-hmm. We've seen stuff happen on TV, but it's not the whole story. So I remember from your blog post that they were struggling to get back to their square afterwards. Uh, that's I, I didn't put that in the blog because I'm just completely not sure. Uh, that's something they have to talk about. That's, a, that's something I remember them being stopped in the middle of the arena at the end of the fight looking. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I asked the team, uh, and they, they said they didn't, he didn't uh, ask Seth Schaefer. Uh, he wasn't the driver, but he said he didn't think that there were any. So uh, I would I would say that's probably a misremembering of him. So I just yeah. 
I didn't include Fair. it in the blog, but I just asked him in a asked like him casual, a, casual conversation sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and so, yeah. That's, if I remembered it right, which I think is completely unlikely because they were the ones driving it, and I just looked and saw at one moment in time it was stationary. Uh, and, you know, like, you know, let's go of the controller at some point. It's got to be stationary. Uh, yeah. So... Yeah. Speaking of remembering things right, uh, this was the fight that we had two six fives and one four seven, where Derek was the four seven. I must have, I, I thought it was a previous fight, but it's this one. Uh, and I really wish we got the breakdowns on the uh, on the judges' mm. scorecards. I don't think they've posted them. Uh, Just but I want to see those numbers is meaningless. It tells I, us nothing about. It what's really happening. doesn't. It really doesn't help. Uh, and I, I I feel like they've addressed it. I feel like there have been some editing changes, uh, and I've noticed that in a couple of these episodes, where like instead of. I don't know if you guys noticed it, but when Kenny talks now, they zoom directly in on him and they don't just show Chris and Kenny. They show him just alone asking the question. So they are making little tweaks and changes on the back end. But it would be nice to, you know, I don't know. I, 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 there's got to be space on the screen to show like how they divvied up their points. Uh, mm. That would be nice because who knows? Lisa's 6'5", maybe different than Jason's 6'5". It's not that cut and dry. It should, I mean, that's yeah. a whole different problem. To, to be fair, and I, I say this as a... You know, a fanatic of the sport, and I, I enjoy it. I, I feel like the general audience generally wouldn't care. <laughs> I, 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 that's the only yeah. way I can, I can look at it. Like numbers are numbers, but like from from our point of view, who want to learn and want to have the the show be improved for the builders, for you know, for us to kind of sit here and be like, okay, well, this I understand this more. You know, this so, isn't like a boxing fight where like you yeah. give them like, oh, this guy got ten nine in this round, and you just add them all up at the end. Yeah. this is a three minute match. Yeah. I mean, it's it's different. The, the way I um, see, the way I see it, like the general audience is like, okay, I I recognize why, you know, why they won because these two judges scored them this way and this one scored them the other way, and, you know, it, it's people like us who who, who you know, take a deep dive and want to you know, go into it more. But I kind of want to see, okay, why did they do that? But, mm. yeah, but even um, outside of that, mm. the thing I really want to get to see is what happened in the twenty seconds after the fight. You know, were they able to move afterwards? For example, in the fight coming up, stuff happens after the fight that is really bloody crucial to well, the judging yeah. of that fight. That's that a good segue. Only Ryan. happens to make it into the corner of shot. That's a good yeah. segue because our next fight is the the final fight of the tournament, if you like, um, which is glitch versus uppercut. Mm -hmm. Oh boy, oh boy. So, first of all, how nervous were you? <laughs> I mean. Almost every fight we thought we would lose. This one was especially we thought we were going to lose. Sounds very Panic Attack Series 2. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to lose every round. Uh, one thing I want to kind of bring up about this fight in particular is Glitch is such an unusual shape and like everything's angled in such a certain way and you're so low to the ground. Uppercut couldn't get a bite on you and like no one could really get a hold of you really. Like was that kind of intentionally built into the robot itself or was that sort of something you discovered was useful when you got there uh, i mean that's why we kind of sloped the armor but we did not expect the ground clearance to really be a big part of it uh we, we kind of expected most people to have forks and just like you know kind of get under it uh and it was it was just about the deflection not about being low uh but like in this fight i think at uppercut comes from the back and they have they have fork spring tips i think those were thicker than the clearance that we had from the 
bottom of the ground and so they just couldn't get under yeah, that was unintended but I did appreciate that's a lot of issues but <laughs> I guess it helped yeah well you, you took your forks off in this fight was that just because you were yes. fed up of digging it off the floor uh, yeah yeah pretty much and just <laughs> we didn't need them for this fight as much so it was like okay let's not take the risk yeah uh, I give I them like free damage points basically if they get ripped yeah, off it's, it's yeah, we like they have big wheels. Like I don't, I don't know if it would help at all to have them. Uh, we risked messing with the driving. Yeah, that's something I, I don't think I've even thought about that. That's pretty big in judges' decisions. Is mm-hmm. if the only thing that's damaged is forks, like that's a that's a significant effectiveness for uh, defensibility. So. Definitely. And even using your weapon, like the fact that you see a lot of robots now run forks and if the forks get damaged, like uh, there was an endgame fight many moons ago where their forks kind of get bent up into their weapon and it's it becomes very difficult for them to get robots up up that, you know, that profile all of a sudden because they've basically gimped themselves. Uh, so it's, it's sort of like a. I always like to tease my sister and hopefully I don't know if she listens to these, uh, but she gets her nails done and then she can't open anything or do anything. So it's like mm-hmm. it, it's it, it's like you're you're handicapping yourself and then it's it's in, instead of like happening and helping, you know, I don't know how else to explain that. That's, that's <laughs> but you know what that's, I mean? That's called function over form, Steve. That is. Come on. Now. There. I mean, come on now. You know, <laughs> pampering's a thing, you know, exactly. Exactly. Hey, everybody. It's all good. Exactly. Um, Another thing I, I kind of appreciate it in, in again another shout out to your blog post is the fact that you kind of highlighted the fact that the floor was damaged pr- prior to this fight by deep six there's this giant it's, it's very visual like visually like apparent on the tv as well like there's a big like dip where deep six yeah. has, has hit the floor in their fight with ribot and mm-hmm. the floor is like i don't know how how much it is but it, it's certainly more than your ground clearance is like uneven and is that what killed glitch in this fight yep yeah, and we, we knew about it beforehand. Uh, hey, Anthony, why do you why do you drive onto the? <laughs> There's so much box everywhere else. <laughs> yeah, I mean uppercuts in that one spot. Yeah, there's too oh, much yeah, adrenaline. They know what they're doing. Not, I, I really think, and in that case, I wasn't thinking. So, hey. yeah. My, I, think my we were, I think we were literally things. screaming, don't go by the seam. <laughs> and there but, was glitch hey. over the seam. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Got so, a, got oh, a go over the seam? Oh. Okay. <laughs> uh, to be fair, like, you did still get a few good connections with Uppercut after that point. Like, there was a few mm-hmm. solid hits in that court. I thought Uppercut was going to end up flying over the wall. Um, and then you got stuck on, you got high-centered, Uppercut then stops. Mm-hmm. And then you both get counted out, and another judge's mm-hmm. decision comes your way. Uh, not like you had enough at this point. This is, this is this is three for three. <laughs> I want to say it is, and another split. Yeah. Oh. Um, I'm surprised it went like there was a split in the favor of uppercut. I'll be honest. With you. Like, yeah. like, like there was. You someone... might want to get your nails done if you want more to bite. You know, yeah. <laughs> it's just too scary. I was, I was just confused. Like, I was like, why? Who thought uppercut won that? Because Glitch was the one doing all the the aggressive driving and the one doing the hitting. I, I was just I know Uppercut got one connection off, but like you took its its base panel off. It was yes, and the self writing pole. Like there was a lot of damage mm-hmm. to Uppercut, and I was kind of like, why? And, and you know it can't drive anymore. No, it's pretty right. critical. 
Yeah, and then and then obviously as we saw, kind of the the buzzer goes off, the fight ends, and then a little you can see just in the corner of the screen, glitch starts moving again. <laughs> I was just like, huh? <laughs> What's... So you, you could actually move after the fight, and you kind of strafe over to the your door. Yeah, basically. yeah. So yeah, well, we, all we did was we turned off the weapon and started it again, just to jerk the bot, and that was enough to free it. So as soon as the countdown ended, instantaneously. So I think it mm -hmm. cut to our expressions for that last few seconds uh, and not us getting freed at the exact moment the knockout was called. Mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, we, we got freed. Uh, actually, some 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 tidbits on the the weapon startup thing. Uh, uh, Roy is our weapons operator. I, I yelled at him to turn it off and like turn it back on. He thought mm -hmm. that it was the the refs saying to turn it off. <laughs> Oh. oh, I was worried you guys had like a brownout because it's like the yeah. weapon spun down. I'm like, uh-oh, did yeah. they lose so, connection? What there happened? was a significantly yeah, to... longer gap than intended where I was trying to convince him to spin it back up because he thought that <laughs> the ref was going. I think you can see in one of the clips, uh, I, I reached my hand onto the controller. And <laughs> you backseat driver uh, it. <laughs> I can't believe it. <laughs> Oh my god! Um, the complete opposite of will spin down. <laughs> yeah, literally. The yeah, exactly. Opposite thing. Um, did you think that you'd done enough to win the fight? I mean, yeah. I think the only confusion was was our weapon down. But I mean, without that, I, I think in the vlog well, I said like six three. I thought it was us, but realistically, I think I probably would have given it seven two. Like, I mean, I would have given it five zero damage just because. None of the damage we received was effective. Uh, there was a huge deformation in our frame, actually, which was like just a glancing growth from uppercut. That was just insane. I wish I had a photo. And someone has a photo, and I'm trying to figure out who. Uh, but <laughs> like, I don't, it, it doesn't, for the rules, it doesn't count as effective. And then for them, they have textbook math, like massive damage. I forgot what the exact word is. Significance. Defensibility. Significant. They have wires exposed at the bottom. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So it classes functional at that point. Yeah. Yeah. That that is functional. And then number two, they, I mean, they were counted out, so they couldn't drive. Mm -hmm. uh, that that's five and zero. Oh, but in addition to that, also their entire frame was warped, so the weapon was hitting the sides uh, of their of their chassis. And yeah. uh, I thought we we initiated significantly more hits. Uh, the only thing. I guess it would be six three if you gave them control. Uh, yeah, seven two if you gave us control. I, I at that point it doesn't really matter. Yeah, I mean all the judges thought saw this as as six five either way. I mean this was a this was this was as down the middle on the cards as you could have gotten, mostly because the the fight was so short. Uh, but yeah, you guys you guys basically took. I I would have to think you took a majority of the damage points, uh, even though I mean it's I mean, I mean there's there's a couple instances in this fight that this could easily have turned around because there's one spot where you guys are facing uh, the sidewall and here comes uppercut and then all of a sudden you about face and it's perfectly fine and boom it's gone yeah uh, it's but... a fantastic piece of driving a fantastic oh. demonstration of control <laughs> there it is. <laughs> See, glitch can drive. All those, all those, you know, it can, it can turn in place. It can. it can turn in place really well. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. But yeah, at the end of the day, even with like giving uppercut 2 1 control, 2 1 aggression, mm -hmm. I don't see how it can be anything other than 4 1 damage. But like, yeah, I feel like this one was less ambiguous. 
yeah. ambiguous. Wow, I can't yeah. speak. I, I think you can hear me say what when the split decision <laughs> is announced. <laughs> it's just yeah, I, I yeah, I think the the impression that we got was it's a double knockout because it's a very cut winner and so it's easier for TV. Yeah. Uh, and when realistically like uppercut was crowd blocking for significantly before we got stuck and also mm-hmm. just being stuck on that huge seam. The yeah, yeah. knew about it. They told us about it. Uh, so they know that that is the uh, arena. Why. Yeah. Yeah, arena damage. That mm. is specifically why that rule exists. Uh, yeah. So it's just, I thought it was a convenience thing. And because it was such a one-sided match, so to hear the split decision, it's like, uh-oh. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's scary. I, 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 I can't imagine what it feels like to have to deal with the judges three times in a row. Uh, and I, I'm glad... <laughs> I'm quite glad you guys didn't have to deal with it because there's another robot coming up that sure does like to take it to the judges awful, an awful <laughs> lot. Uh, Steve, you're, you're really good with these segues today, aren't you? I'm awesome. <laughs> so, <laughs> our, our last fight. Now, I, I want to preface this with with yes. my thoughts on Rotator because I, I think Rotator is one of, hands down, one of the best robots in all of BattleBots. It, it, yeah. it's, mm-hmm. it's, for me, one of the top five machines out there. Like, yeah. it, it, like worldwide. Honestly, yeah, it's, it's it really could go anywhere and, and win. Every time it made it to the bracket, right it's lost to the eventual winner of BattleBots as mm-hmm. well. Like it's, it's lost to Bite Force, Endgame, Tantrum in the last three of the last that's four so years. Fr- that's really frustrating. <laughs> oh, I know. God. When you get Drew, you know, obviously, I know you entered, you wanted to do the Witch Doctor bounty, but you ended up in in the Rotator. Well, what, what was your, kind of your thoughts when you're like, oh my god, now we've got to fight Rotator? <laughs> it's like okay, like it's gonna be the retrograde fight, but we're gonna lose. <laughs> <laughs> went in with zero confidence (laughs) um zero the confidence is at the floor like Mm -hmm. oh no we we i think we said this in the we thought we would only have one fight because of how delayed we were uh up against ghost raptor uh Mm -hmm. so i i literally before ghost raptor i like went up to sponsor i was like hey i'm i'm sorry Uh, i think we're only gonna have this one fight and then so that happened (laughs) and then we you need a uh, hype man fights. in your corner, man. Yeah, just, just, just a couple more fights. Uh, just you. And then DQ. Yeah. So, ooh. Uh, uh, and then, yeah, bracket happened. So uh, uh, that, that, that helped a little bit, but just still going off of three very close the judges' decisions against a bot that never dies. And yeah is very similar to our very closest match except has mm-hmm. more damage uh, is more durable mm-hmm. so. and were you worried that uh was it uh I, I i hope it wasn't intentional to not have your weapon spin up right at the beginning was it just too fast at the beginning or, or you needed maybe you had to rev it up or overexcited uh, just I, I don't know what the specific problem was, but I don't know. You can see it twitching, so it's, it's something yeah. that brushless motors uh, do sometimes. Weird, weird like, torque settings, man. <laughs> These brushless yeah. motors are finicky. Like we we haven't had that in in glitch before, but are you saying that glitch had a glitch? <gasps> yes, it all, it, all, it, all, it all makes sense. It all makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but in like my fifteen pound robots, that that happened all the time. So, <laughs> um, I don't know. Was it wasn't unfamiliar, but 
I think it, it, it happened in the test box beforehand when we were like, okay, we don't have enough time to mm-hmm. figure out what's going on here. Mm-hmm. I actually got some questions from uh, more listeners again for this fight specifically. Uh, first of all, from Charles Wright and Christine Giver. Uh, were there any changes specifically made to Glitch to fight Rotator, or was it just kind of send it as it was? Send it. Actually, I think... No, we didn't. Uh... We swapped no. out. Actually, actually did, we, did we re-weld the armor? That was either for uppercut or for... Okay, so no, he didn't. It was the same as up. <laughs> just send it. Just full send it. I mean, it, whatever it happens, happens. It was working. Actually, at this we, point. we swapped out the armor piece that got bent. Yes. Which, I, I don't think it matters. <laughs> that, that's it. Um, another question as well was how did it make you feel like that you managed to kind of almost shake off the gremlins that you'd had in the main competition? Obviously, you had three fights and then had to stop. This time you've done three fights again, yeah. and you've actually got to do your fourth fight this time instead of having, you know, obviously getting DQ'd in the in the main competition. Was it a good feeling for yourselves and the team to be like, okay, thank God we've actually managed to get through this? Yeah, I mean, in the in the drive, I mean, the drive and uppercut was it, it worked decently well. Like we could move somewhat quickly, uh, and I mean, the biggest drive difficulty was when we got stuck on the floor. I mean, there's a couple times where we kind of got cut and had to like, we couldn't move forward, we had to turn around, but it was working relatively well. And so we were we were excited about that, having the opportunity to somewhat drive. Absolutely. Now, I want to talk about that big hit, because that big hit was <laughs> Shocking that you'd want to talk about that. I oh. do. I know. How, how could I want to talk about the actual action in this, you know, fighting <laughs> robot competition? Um, there's actually been a, someone who actually left us a bit of information about the, the hit itself. So apparently the weapon of Rotator dug into its own chassis. You bent it into itself. And because the, the bottom plate is not titanium this year, it's actually aluminium or aluminum. Um, it, it just sheared all the... The bolt heads off, and it just that's that's what caused all the the gunk to fall out, basically, and all that beautiful arcing as well, like which worked really well with the paint scheme, by the way. Mm. Like <laughs> the, the, the pretty green arcing sparks look really set off glitch really nicely, and I've just I've I just didn't see anything like that happening. I I thought Rotator was just gonna, regardless of who it fought in this at the end of this bracket, was just gonna turn up and win. Yeah. Um, and I've been wrong before, and I'm I am wrong once again. This it was just what a hit. You t- you What's talk it? about that arcing. You, yeah, you talk about that arcing. Uh, I I sent a a picture in the chat to all everybody, and it's very similar to like that very like cliche like a boxer knocks somebody out, and then there's all those flash bulbs, you know, as they're going down. Uh, and I mean this this was that. Uh, if if you want a highlight reel hit, this is the one. Uh, I th- I think BattleBots is very happy to have this in their arsenal now. Uh, what a remarkable shot! Batteries everywhere. Uh, never in our wildest dreams have we ever seen Rotator this just... Not even Witch Doctor when it first arrived. <sighs> no, I thought, what, it took a wheel? Psh, that's child's play. <laughs> uh, but this was just a, a total gutting, uh, I mean, evisceration of Rotator. Uh, it's, it was very graphic for television. I think Victor's uh... reaction said it all, really, didn't it? <laughs> yeah. I think, you know, that's 
he said it all perfectly in two words, didn't he? And uh, yeah, seven and zero glitch. Um, surely that can't have been anywhere near like on your radar when you turned. That's up. usually enough to win the championship. I was going to say if if, <laughs> if if someone had said to you when you first turned up, "Oh, you're going to win your first seven fights," then you're thinking, "Okay, we're in the final of BattleBots. That's, that's so something's not quite right here," you know. What, what did you what did you think at that point? Like we just kind of did you like I don't know if you, oh, you're too young to gamble. You couldn't have gone on, gone to the, like the slot machines or anything, could you? No. Oh wow. That's rubbish. Isn't it would have been a good time to. <laughs> yeah, listen. <laughs> I used up all of our luck for the for the next like year and a half. Anyway, so <laughs> probably shouldn't have. Good thing we didn't go gamble. Yeah. Oh, well. I mean, what what was your kind of thinking? Like, you know, what was going through your mind at that point? I, obviously, I know sleep was probably on your mind as well. But like, what was mm. kind of the the initial reaction to? Oh my god, what's happening? <laughs> What's the answer to that? I don't. I don't know if I had any thoughts. Just head up, head up, We survived. Oh, I mean, punching my bike. Nothing more that really needs to say than that. Really, is there? No. Um. Yeah. What a what an astonishing run and what an astonishing year. Even even from now, like if if everything went downhill, I mean, you've won seven fights in a row and you've you've been some amazing teams it's, it's just incredible to watch and you know credit to you guys for like you mentioned you did 15 pound robots like how many robots deep are you until like building like before you built glitch like was this like your first heavyweight design or things Let's like that see. yeah uh so i had done two 15 pound robots uh faster advanced robots in technology uh rg beater and washing machine uh are electrical uh, lead Roy did two 15 pound robots also and on the same team and Anthony machine parts for Mad Catter when he was a student there everyone else completely had not touched combat robotics I'm talking like what's the percentage I, I, I don't I think it's like more than 95% of the team like I didn't mm-hmm. even know I I was at BattleBots and I didn't know who any of those teams were. <laughs> I didn't know anyone, know anything. I had no idea what was going on. Who are all there. these people? Why are yeah, they so I excited? <laughs> I just showed up at the club like a few yeah. months before BattleBots and they asked me if I wanted to go and I was like, I don't know what BattleBots is. I know that it's a show where robots kill each other, but I'm down to go. I'm down to help build a killer robot. And I showed up and I was like, damn. But every time yeah. I had a fight, we had to like Google the robot because I didn't know what they looked like. I didn't know <laughs> oh, that's so good. Well, now you're but, stuck with it. <laughs> your bit, even, hopefully. But even then, like, you know, you, you mentioned you've only built like two 15 pounds before this. Like, this is like your third combat robot (laughs) a lot of us have done like other robotics in high school so most of our team has had some form of robotic experience either through like i did vex and frc when i was in high school and a lot of other members have yeah it's still still very impressive i think you know you could all be very proud of yourselves you know we've Mm -hmm. mentioned we've we've mentioned on this podcast a lot this year like you know the fact that you're all so young just makes me feel very inadequate and it's 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 very impressive and you know credits you all um before we wrap up there are a few questions for what happens now obviously i know we can't talk about the episode at the end of the season we've still got a few more to go 
But um, Keith from RoboMouse on Discord asks, um, of the robots that are in the Golden Bolt tournament currently, which did you think would give you the most trouble and what would you like to avoid, given the choice? Can I hear us? Yeah, I can hear you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh. Okay. Right. Hello? You're right. <laughs> it was all going so well. <laughs> <laughs> you asked too oh. difficult a question. Oh, better now. <laughs> I, there we go. Okay, so I asked um, of the robots currently in the oh. Golden Bolt tournament, what do you think would give you the most trouble? I think the word Golden is. I think we've lost Kyle. <laughs> um, so terrifying that he cannot even speak it. <laughs> Zoom doesn't want you to say, apparently. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll chalk it down to NDA. How about that? That works. <laughs> Okay. Well, well, I think I think it might be best to wrap up because I think I think Kyle's internet has, has decided has, it's lasted an hour and a half and it's now shut the bed. It's just all gone so wrong. Yeah, this is. Oh no! <laughs> it's just Mary. Is Kyle like completely disconnected? I think I'm not sure. Oh, oh no! Oh, oh. Very yeah. on brand. The question was. Uh, which robot would we be like? Yeah, what would you like to, to like to have avoided? Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, I think like I think like uh, mo incredibly like mobile bots that have like good driving control like tantrum would probably be the worst absolutely to face because we have no like counter to that like we can't counter it with our own mobility so yeah they'd probably just get around us in the back and like run us up against a wall or something. Yeah, and they have similar armor armor sloping as you guys do, sort of, kind of, uh, where yeah. like you, you both kind of have a, a slanted a slanted uh, armor package uh, that would you know deter. <laughs> a lot of the questions we've had, unsurprised, I'm sure you can guess where it's like what what the topic is going to be. It's the maneuverability and reliability of glitch. What is yeah. the plan going forward with regard to maybe a future iteration that's going to change the outcome of? Glitches, uh, driving gremlins. We technically we've made we have plans for changes. Have we okay. tested those changes? We we cannot confirm that they will work. Okay. Uh, he's working on it. I think he'd, he'd be the best person. <laughs> was this question? Was this question? Because you repeat the question. Sorry, I'm like. Can you drive, Anthony? Can the robot drive now? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, we haven't driven it yet. Oh, also, so, oh, well, so you've, we, you've built we tried, a new one. Uh, yeah, we have a test rig that we tried to build um, with the concept for our new drive system, and it seems to work a bit better. But the floor is like very even on the the floor that we were testing it on was very like smooth. So um, we do need to do more testing very soon. Speaking of which. Uh, <laughs> Now that I'm back in Berkeley, we can actually like keep meeting in the the space. But um, <clears throat> yeah, we have like a new concept for. So I think 
we hypothesized that the reason why we're having such issues was because last year the all four of the wheels were like rigidly mounted to the frame and so relative to each other they didn't have any play and so like you'd be on an uneven surface and that mean if you're on an uneven surface and there's always going to be like one wheel that's not contacting the floor just because of it's like over constrained uh so we're trying to add some uh compliance and like play to our to our, to our drive mm-hmm. system like a yeah. suspension in a way sort exactly, of exactly kind of. yeah if you had a car that had like you know really tough wheels that did not have any play to them and also didn't have a suspension it would not like drive very well so oh it would be very unhappy yeah yeah um yeah, i think some, uh, some, there's there's like five things wrong so some of the other things one are just center yeah. so far forward uh so it's a little bit farther back now mm. two uh, our magnets were all cracking, so we have a case for them now, which we really should have had beforehand. Uh, uh, three, we have custom wheels, so softer rollers, so we should have better grip. And four, there's some uh, electrical bug in there that one wheel just like wouldn't like, spin. Just not like, one, one. Like like any of the four wheels could just stop at any just, time. Just like wouldn't wouldn't go. We have just recently solved that uh thanks to the help of a lot of teams um, awesome but, yeah the fifth one being the suspension yeah i mean to be fair like given how successful glitch has been this year it's very exciting to see what you can come back with with a year's experience and like having spoken to a lot of other teams like what difference that's going to make it to be fascinating to see how you like kind of mm you know, improve going forward because, you know, I think it's fair to say that we've all been massively impressed by just just the sheer power of, like, the thing and the fact that it, it like, I mentioned it kind of before we started recording this, but, like, you seem to stumble into victory very well and it's 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 a great skill to have, you know, like, winning, winning like, and dominating fights is, is one thing, but, like, having that ability to kind of not panic under pressure and just kind of get that one vital i mean maybe not panicking but like is is the wrong bit but like it, you know what i mean like getting that kind of clutch hit is always useful yeah. and kind of let the like, robot wow. do its own thing yeah. sometimes you know it's Maybe sometimes it's yeah. the turning into them yeah <laughs> um i think we can wrap things up there apologies for the slight technical issues towards the end <laughs> uh, but i i feel like it was hilarious enough to keep it anyway so we're gonna do that <laughs> <laughs> um Everyone who's come on today from Team Glitch, thank you very much for joining us. It's been an absolute pleasure talking to you guys. Thank you so much for having us. Thank you. Absolute pleasure. Anytime. Yes, thank you so much for this. Thank you. Well, I'm I'm going to refrain from asking you guys to outro uh, for us because there's obviously so much of you and it could be quite difficult to kind of organize. But with that said, I have been Sam at Lit64. I've been Steve the American Killjoy. I've been Ryan from Cineproof. And we've been joined by what feels like half of the members of Team Glitch, but it's not. It's only about like a tenth. So, like, <laughs> um, yeah, thank you very much for listening. And we'll see you next week for more BattleBots Champions action. And Ryan, thank you very much for joining us as well. It's, it's good to have you back, man. Always a pleasure. Anytime. Right. Well, we'll see you then. <laughs>